Welcome to the Divine Feminist Podcast and Channel. I'm your host, Steph Desar, and in today's episode, we are talking soft girl era, how to step into your soft girl qualities, lifestyle, being, and all of that good stuff. But before I get started, don't forget to like and subscribe this channel. It's Divine Feminines on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. And we're also on TikTok and um, Instagram with Divine Feminines with a Z at the end. So why like and subscribe this channel? Well, we've got all great stuff to empower your mind, body and soul, divine feminine energy, how you really liberate in your divine feminine energy, balance your masculine and feminine energy, really go on that journey of soul growth and how you can just become a better person overall. And I hope that this content um, serves you well. We also have bonus content on YouTube. That's moon magic, moon manifestation, portal updates, energy guidance. And I sometimes do channeled messages and readings specifically for the YouTube channel collectively because I don't do any personal ones. So let's talk soft girl era. I mean, I think the term probably is just another hype term because, you know, it means a lot of the same stuff that maybe some of you guys have already tapped into. And I don't think it's a negative thing. Um, I think it's a positive term and it's a good concept that has come about. It's come about in the last sort of year or so. Um, you know how everything just trends on TikTok and social media. It's definitely been a trending thing that you may see reels and TikToks on women and girls saying, I'm stepping into my soft girl era. It's a soft girl summer. You know, black women step into your soft girl era. And I'll call this out at the beginning because I feel like it's necessary because I want to take away any um, any labeling to color or culture, right? It has definitely been very much coined around the black female community, this soft girl era. And I've seen a lot of content that will say it will associate soft girl era to black women, like black women step into your soft girl era, you know, um, rather than just say women step into your soft girl era. So I just wanted to call that out right now because, you know, we're women, we are all women and we all have the same female body and the same sort of female challenges and journey. Um, everyone's journey is unique, but we are the feminine energy predominantly and dominantly. Obviously, we possess masculine, but regardless of color, we are all very much on the same path, like in terms of being feminines and liberating in our divine feminine energy. So I want to call that out because if any of you don't associate with being black or, you know, are of different culture or background and you're seeing soft girl era and you're seeing it, you know, you know, really kind of focused around the black community. I don't want you to feel put off and feel like, oh, that doesn't resonate for me or I'm not part of that. So I just want to make this inclusive. I want to make this relevant to everybody because it is, um, it's just like the Divine Feminines movement. This is a, a movement and uh, a platform that is for both men and women because everyone has feminine energy. So this is not specific to gender. It's not specific to color. It's not specific to cultural background. So I want, now I've got that out of the way. What is soft girl era? Well, it's very much what it says on the tin. It's all about being in your softness. And I think when I say softness, I mean, you know, not being weak and being um, being a pushover, but being gentle with yourself, being sort of um, more caring to yourself, giving yourself that self-compassion. You know I'm big on that. Self-care and just self nurturing time but also being soft and caring on yourself in the way that life is you know life is at the moment and how you want to navigate um it 
and not always having to be so boom, boom, boom in that masculine and masculine energy and the doing. And I think regardless of culture, you know, fem- the feminine collective and our feminine ancestors, what were they known for doing back in the days? And if you look at olden days and you might like look at how your mums are, your aunties, depending on your age group, you may have very older mums um, or middle-aged mums and or grandparents, grandmas that were known for very much being, you know, really like rolling up their sleeves, getting stuff done and they were seen as strong matriarchs of the family and strong female um, uh, role models, but very much also associated with the strength was associated with, yes, they're holding the family together. They're, you know, there's, I don't want to go into that. Oh, there's cooking, cleaning and all of that. But there's, you know, the fact that they're really just being there for everyone, being there for everyone but themselves. So that's the part that I think this soft girl era and being in the soft girl sort of feeling doesn't matter if you call yourself a girl or a woman it's the softness right allows us to kind of go let's just be a bit more kinder to ourselves we don't have to always be doing but culturally you know a lot of women have come from that background um, of working really hard you know we've seen over the ages where women will be at home looking after their kids and also even holding down maybe a family business or, you know, helping the family with business, even having a job and looking after the kids. And as it's kind of evolved into the 21st century and to more of the modern day era, you see a lot of women that are single mothers, um, a lot of women that have to do the family thing alone. They might not necessarily have their parents or wider sort of siblings and and things like that because their family could be abroad or people could have passed whatever it is whether they have family nearby or not and they're a mother particularly they've got their kids then they've got to go and make and like go and make money to bring to pay their bills to do all of the standard stuff that we need to like live life right we're not here to just work on earth we know that but there are just things that just need to be done. It's called stability. It's called having a home. It's called having all of that in place. So women, especially now, I feel, are in that zone where, you know, they might have chosen that, this is not working for me. I can't be with that man. And good for them, because to all you women that have had to go and move on and say, I can't be with this relationship. And actually me staying in that relationship is being more toxic to myself to that other person and my children and this also goes out to the women that don't have children because I'm here I'm there I'm here with you guys I left a relationship might have not been overtly toxic but wasn't right for me a marriage stepped away from that I've had other relationships where I've had to step away from and I provide for myself not no one does anything for me so it's easy for us women that are single, doing our own thing, whether we're mothers or we're not, paying mortgages, building businesses, running, you know, going to work, building other empires, being light workers, whatever it is that we're doing, we're here and we could be running at like autopilot, high accelerated speed. And if I tell you the the amount of stuff that I do, I'm sure you guys are like, Steph's always doing something, right? She's always got like a podcast out. Some people think that this is my debt, my 100%, but this is not what I do on a day-to-day basis. I've just finished up shop. I've just closed the laptop to my corporate job, which I love and I'm so passionate about. But then I've wrapped this up and I'm doing this video. So 
there has to be discipline, right? But we can easily get caught into the overworking and society has not helped us. Like I think about the business world and the working world and they, I'm sure you guys have heard these jokes and they're, they're jokes, but they're not healthy jokes. When you go on holiday, and I think one of my colleagues actually said it, but they're in the US, so I think it's a bit worse in the US and I felt for her because we don't have it too much in Europe. Like I work a lot with the French and the Europeans and you know the French, they love their holidays about two months in the in the summertime and I ain't gonna lie, I, I love that shit. But um, you know, it's good, we need to rest. People need to have time with their family, but like comments like, oh, what, you're on holiday again? Oh, so how's that gonna get done if you're on holiday? And those kind of comments are not good. That's not promoting rest. And over the years, like especially the last 30, 40 years, you know, to be overworking was seemed to be something of praise. That's not good because when you're overworking, you're on burnout and you guys will agree with me. Like if, if you're trying to get something done and you've got deadlines or whatever it is that you need to get done, if you're already exhausted, do you think that you're going to give it your all when you're doing that? We need to take breaks. We need to be disciplined in saying no to ourselves that wants to go and just keep doing 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 because it's having a counterintuitive impact it's giving us eventually diminishing returns there's you know if anyone knows the law of diminishing returns it happens after productivity levels hit a plateau and it drops so we all have to think of ourselves as we are productivity within ourselves but we have to understand that to be productive, we must have balance to continue to have that inspiration, the creativity, the drive and the energy. If we, we, we then are overburning ourselves, we're let, then not able to show up for ourselves, we're not feeling good in ourselves, then how are we going to be showing up in our day to day to our family, being role models to our kids? If we are in business and we're business leaders or we are members of the community that are uh, certain figures or the, the, you know, the matriarch of the family, whatever it is, because women, we are, can I just say, we are all role models. All of us are, no matter what we do, we are. And, um, the feminine energy is, is, is one that needs to keep the world together. Like, I'm not saying masculine energy isn't invaluable or important, but it is the gel that keeps this world together. It is that unconditional love. It is that compassion, but it's also the fierceness at the same time so that is embodied in all of us but if we are not in our in our strength and we are not getting the rest we need and we're not getting the nurture we need and we're not doing allowing ourselves to replenish our mind body and soul then we are not able to embody the powerful energy and of of what that is right so soft girl era and i just say soft girl like now just the the softness is about saying how do I find more healthier balance in my day-to-day? -day? How can I be more soft with myself? What am I doing that is, like, what do I consider softness to be? Is it just like laying down and just like, I don't know, doing nothing? Is that healthy for me? Like, because if you're overworking and you don't even have time to do any exercise, well, first of all, you're overworking, you're burnt out. I think you just need to rest first off, right? Then if, you, if you're overworking, you're burnt out, you're going to exercise, you're only going to make yourself more tired. So you have to be realistic. Like the overworking needs to be, okay, let's scale it back. Let me bring some balance of some rest and some just calmness in my life and then start to bring in the exercise. 
the exercise or whatever it is, whether you're going for walks or you're going, you know, whatever that is, that's also giving yourself nourishment and our mind, our body and soul need nourishment. We can't just be, you know, giving two parts of the, of the three areas, um, and, and forgetting about one part because we will still feel like we'll feel, we'll feel compromised and we will know that something doesn't sit right. Um, our bodies are meant to sweat. Our bodies are meant to be active. But if they're being active in overproductive levels of work and just work, 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 the body's like, wait a minute, I could do other things. I could be, you know, sweating. I could be exercising. I could be stretching. I could be playing a sport. And the body wants that, right? We're meant to be, we are made to do that. Like that is what gives us replenishment. It gives us drive. It helps our our cellular activity of our human biology work like it actually regenerates we are supposed to be regenerative beings right so we have to allow that to flow we create stagnancy if we don't so first off look at the life style the day-to-day things that you're doing and say how can I be more soft with myself in those areas am I Doing, I work a nine to five. Okay, well, I need to leave the office a bit earlier. Or I'm working from home, and those women that work from home, it's easy to just get. And guys, because if guys are listening, like I'm more than happy that you're listening, right? Um, but like, it's easy to just get stuck in it and just be like, Du-du-du-du. and I mean, I make sure that I take breaks. I go out into nature. I make sure, and even if I'm being late on a deliverable, like I will actually go. If I've got to be late on this deliverable, what's the detrimental detrimental impact of this? Is it still going to get done? How can I do it in a better way? Can I need, Do I need a break? Do I need to push back on the deadline? Is there a way that I can rework my schedule? Because if I'm resting and I get time out for me, I can actually do a better job overall. And sometimes I actually spend time working how I can... I actually spend time regularly on how I can reschedule my whole schedule so that I can make sure I have time for me and movement and just like window time because it's important we can't be at our best we can't think our best if we don't allow that if we're constantly doing and doing and doing so I think I've got that point across um that's what it's about it's about taking a step back kind of changing the script of what we've learned, what we've seen. Like, If I look at my mom, and this is a really good example, my mom used to work so hard. My She didn't really need to, to be honest. My dad had his own business and we were doing fine, but she wanted to make her own money and so be it. Like, So she was doing, she was doing her job and then cooking for the family and doing this and doing that. And she was just constantly at it. And in the end, like my mom let herself like, get quite overworked and it built up stress it built up um high blood pressure she wasn't really looking after herself although she tried I remember she was going to swim in and she was trying to do some exercising to give time but she just didn't really have much time for herself might go to see a friend once a week or something but you know it wasn't so easy for her to do that she was just there for everyone but herself and then my mom got a stroke And like these things, they will impact your health. And 
it's not just about, you know, us being better people, but it has long-term detrimental impacts. And then once you get one stroke, you're more likely to get another. And, you know, it can it can hit you in different ways. High blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, stress levels, cortisol levels just increase. And then it just triggers so many different problems in the body um, generally. And a lot of this disease comes from the term dis-ease. Your body is at dis-ease. So you're not feeding your body and giving it the care and nurture and love it wants. If you do that, you're creating preventative health so that you have more sustainable health so that you don't have to be in dis-ease. So just wanted to say that is another important thing that becoming more soft with ourselves. And actually, when I saw that happening to my mom, I was like, I was like, whoa, you know, strokes, high blood pressure, heart attacks they run in my family i'm not going to be another statistic and just be like oh this runs in my family so i'm more likely to get it no i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna recreate the odds and i'm gonna create the probability that i'm less likely to have it because i do this 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 and this right so we can own that and this is the time you know we are never um here just letting life happen to us we are the ones creating it but it is hard because for any of you um, that still have elder women in your family, uh, grandmothers, mothers, aunties, they may still be very much in that old way of doing things. And they don't understand this way of being more softer, uh, less is more in that sense. And actually rest is important and balance is key to, you know, balance of mind, body and soul. They might not understand that. So some of you might have those challenges that when you're doing that, you're getting kind of frowned upon or it's like, well, what is that? Like, that's not, no, no, no. We don't do that. Our family don't do that. Like all of that stuff, just know that you can say no to that and you could just turn your head away from it. Speak up. Like if I was, I would definitely speak up and be like, yo, that ain't for me though. You know, and especially a lot of you women are out here with your own homes, paying your own bills, doing your own thing. You don't have to listen to anyone. But even if you're not and you're living with family, there's respectful ways that you can say that was an old way of doing things. I have my own style and this is it. Like, you know, whether you want to respect that or not, boy, you know, and at the end of the day, guys, girls and guys, it's going to be on you. Whatever anyone tries to enforce on you, they ain't going to be there when you have health problems or you are distressed or you are exhausted or you're feeling anxiety or just like burnout. No one's really going to be there for you except for you, right? Like, I'm not saying that people are going to leave you in the lurch, but you've got to make, you've got to look out for you because at the end of the day, that's all you've got. You know, and that's, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the core of everything, right? Well, of course, we've got community, family and friends around us, but we have to be able to go through and process things on our own. And that is ultimately the journey of life. You know, if you keep trying to hold on to people around you, you're never going to really get the whole point of what this life is about, right? Is mastering your own self-awareness and your soul. So... This can be quite disruptive. It can cause a bit of friction. It can mean that you have to sort of be a bit bold because there's people around you that are like, well, why are you behaving like that? Or why are you doing that? Like, oh, no, 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 you're not working as hard enough. Or you're not doing this, you're not doing that. A lot of organizations and businesses are promoting a lot of the well-being and balance, which is amazing. Um, 
encouraging teams to take more time out to do more sort of connection with nature i'm a big advocate for that i'm actually organizing something right now that is going to help teams come together in in my workplace and i think it's really important bringing in mindfulness bringing in connection to nature how can we be our best if we're not taking time out for ourselves so um it's great and it's happening but if you have an opportunity to speak up I encourage you to do it and speak up for yourself first and foremost. And then, you know, with that just comes a natural flow of opportunities to to, to kind of get that out there in the wider spectrum. So, you know, it's choosing to have a soft life, like saying, you know what, I want more of a soft life. It's saying I'm not going to allow the stress from work and now the next point others. I'm not going to let it consume me. You know, it's taking breaks when you need to. It's not working yourself to the bone. It's stepping away from the BS. If You know, sometimes it's not even overworking. You're just around people and they drain you. And I, and I encourage you guys, you know, this is also how to protect your energy. And I've talked about these topics before, you know, setting boundaries, protecting your energy, raising your vibration. It all is interconnected. You cannot operate at an optimal level if you're around certain people and then after after you're around them they might not be rude to you right they might not even be nasty to you but after you leave them your body just feels tired you feel drained pay attention to how you're feeling because that is probably not the most um you know the most healthiest experience to be around and maybe you need to limit those interactions you may then actually have just genuinely outright i say genuinely but you know straight up outright negative bs in your face people being rude people just or even not being rude to you just people just complaining all of the time or just focusing on the negative things like oh that's you know like you're going out and you're you're having an experience i don't know you're you're in a restaurant or um you're going to the cinema and you're with people and they keep pointing out the negatives like oh but this but that but they're not even grateful that they're there i mean that's not going to be a very empowering experience you're not actually going to enjoy that and make the most of it and if you're around that a lot that's going to be draining and it's going to make you just reciprocate the same sort of behavior most likely because you are what you you know you you are what you keep yourself around you know it's you know like they say like a, a rotten apple spoils the rest so it doesn't take long for those vibes to just to take over right so Making that conscious effort and statement to yourself that the soft life is what I want, you're caring for yourself. Before you pour into anything else, you pour into your own cup. Another statement I've always said is how can you pour and give if your cup is empty? You're pouring from an empty cup, then you're just going to keep, it's like a leaky bucket. It's like there's a hole in your cup and you're never going to really be at full, full capacity for yourself to operate in your best um, your best uh, ability, right? So, the you know, this is really choosing for the healthier option of you. I know it doesn't happen overnight. And I know a lot of people are like, and I was there like, oh, you want to wanna be more healthier? Okay, how do I do it? And you just can't do this overnight, but it's consistency. It's making those conscious choices and choosing what you interact with, when you interact with it, how, you know, how you want to treat your body. And, um, and making that decision every day, like living a conscious life basically is the premise of it all. Like, how can I be better to my body? It's also even what am I putting into my body? And I've spoken about that in food episodes, uh, spoken about tropical tropical fruits, 
um, and, and all of the things that you can consciously do to feed your body and nourish your body because you know there's a choice we have right we can either if you're if you're if you're living a very high productive output life and you've got to get a lot done so I get I've got to get a lot done right um, yes I don't have kids but I do have a very demanding life but I think what gives me balance is I'm treating my body like a temple like I treat it with so much love and respect it gets the rest. Yeah, I could do better with sleep sometimes, but it gets the meditation, it gets the exercise, it gets the time with nature. What I put into my body is the high quality food. I'm very conscious. I know what that is and I know what vibration I'm going, I'm putting inside myself. And then that's the investment to, to less stress. When stressful things can come up, like I always say stress is a, is, is a choice. Um, anxiety is almost a choice as well because anxiety and stress are hand in hand. They're just... They're just co-parents of more bullshit that you can invite into your life. You can choose to have it or not. But when you are treating your body with that softness, you're treating your body with that care, that love and respect, when challenging situations crop up, you're able to navigate them much more easier. And it all impacts us because it's not even just in the way we feel, it's the way we look. So we start to, if we, if we overburn ourselves and we don't look after ourselves, it starts to show in our face, in our body, um, just overall, um, we develop wrinkles, dark bags, and just even our facial features look exhausted. So there's only so much. I mean, you can go and buy all that Botox and do the surgery, but to be honest, you're just kind of, you're, you're just aesthetically changing the surface of something where inside shit's dying. Shit's not good. Like shit's becoming shit, right? So you can you can put you can gloss over the bullshit and what needs real root work uh, by putting this nice glaze on top. You can throw on all the makeup you want, but if you're not looking after yourself, it's gonna age. It doesn't matter. Like and 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 it actually comes down to the core of your health. So yeah, you could cover it all up, but your health is actually at detriment and it, it is deteriorating. So it's really um, going to pay dividends when you do this, when you consciously say, I want to choose a softer life um, uh, and I'm going to make that conscious effort and I'm going to take steps consistently to try to become more soft with myself. So what kind of tips do I recommend? Well, take more rest, make sure you're looking at your schedule and being deliberately there to take rest and don't care what anyone says, like taking rest is a good thing. Is sometimes having a little bit more of a lie-in, a lazy day, if you can have that. I know a lot of you have got like busy schedules, kids and everything, but schedule it, like put it in the diary that I'm having this extra hour of rest or I'm going to go and take this time out. And when you do have free time, spend that with yourself. Like I know it's easy to go, I've got free time, I want to go out, I want to do things, but then you're just burning yourself out more. You're just exhausting yourself more. Sitting still and being with yourself is one of the most invaluable experiences. And I, I do a lot of it. I just do a lot of it. And I can't tell you how powerful it is because there is no one you can know better than knowing yourself and being with yourself. And a lot of it's hard, um, especially when you're with yourself and you spend long periods of time with yourself, fears and wounds and challenges and just, things start to crop up because that's when you're being asked to look at yourself, right? Or just the feeling of being lonely. But 
The feeling of being lonely is actually a powerful feeling because it's actually telling you that you need to be on your own because there's things that you need to build in yourself for that self-resilience. Um, and I even had the other day, my aunt say to me, oh, it's so nice you're away with your friends so you're not alone. And I'm like, yo, like you don't even understand. Like she's from the old school era. She don't get it. I absolutely love being on my own. Don't get me wrong. It's lovely to be with a friend, especially when the friend is like soul family and you're aligned with them. Then that is just beautiful. And that's very rare to happen. Um, but being on my own is just incredible. And my auntie doesn't understand that because she comes from the really old school way of life. Like, I don't even think she's ever traveled on her own. I don't think like it, it would even be like a, a thing. Oh, like I'm going to leave my family. And I'm going to go do my thing. Like I've got to go just like sort myself out, you know? And it's crazy. Like that should be embraced more. It should be encouraged more. It should be encouraged for both men and women, like, but especially women. Um, so yeah, take loads of rest, say no, say no to whatever it is. If it's having to do extra hours of work, if it's not necessary and you need, you can shift things. Once you keep allowing the overworking, it just becomes a thing and no one really cares. They'll just expect that that's what you need to do. So, you know, think about that. Like no one's thinking about what you need for you. Um, so be more diligent and vigilant about it. Um, so yeah, say no. And also take take a step back from situations. Um, if you're around people or there's negative uh, negative experiences, ask yourself, do you really want to be around that? Is it draining you? And get used to saying no or stepping away from it and just not giving it time and effort. Another thing that can create the sort of stress and headache is feeding into um, the outside world too much. Media, social media, this, there's so much narrative and just distraction. Like all of that is just distraction from you focusing on yourself. So when you're able to get some time for you to like rest, if you're there just listening to the news and listening to what they're doing in Hollywood and who's slept with this person and who's had plastic surgery and who's divorced this person, that person's in court. Like who cares? Is that going to save you when you're in the hospital bed? Nah. It's not going to. It's not even helping your mind. Your mind is still now like over-processing this bullshit information. What value does it give you? Is it helping you to be any better in your life? Nah. So that's why I don't even entertain any of it. And I'm so strict. Like I would just say, if anyone talks about stuff like that, I kind of just don't even react. I don't even do this politics stuff. Like there's a lot going on in the UK with politics. I ain't interested. I don't care. It don't really mean much to me. As long as I know what I need to do for me, that's fine because I am my own boss of my life. All of that other distraction, if, if it's need to know, it's need to know. Otherwise, it, I don't need to know. So be be ruthless. Like be ruthless because it, it actually makes you more powerful in what you need for your rest and your recuperation and your balance um another one is just really being conscious about um what you're eating conscious about um how uh you, your choices making sure you put some time in for um not just rest but rest and time out maybe some exercise and things like that and also just being kind of like kind in your in a way that is like okay sometimes don't judge yourself so I guess it's the final one is like we are the biggest like 
criticisms of ourselves, right? We are the biggest critique, our own self-critique. So think about what's going through your mind. What When you're trying to change these patterns, you'll be like, oh, but that person's not going to like this if I tell them I can't make it. Or work's going to say this if I say I can't work those extra hours. But you've done your contract, contracted hours, you've got kids, whatever. Like, Or I'm going to be seen as... I, I'm not so cool anymore because I'm not hanging out with, uh, I'm not making time for the others because I'm making more time for me. Whatever that is, your mind will start doing this because you're trying to change the narrative. You're trying to be more for you, right? And so when you're doing more for you, you start, your mind will start to tell you, oh, but what about, what are they going to think? Are oh, they going to feel bad? Now, don't get me wrong, when it involves other people or if it's to do with work or whatever, yeah, some people might be like, oh, that, that's not great. We wanted it on this day. Or, oh, but well, I really wanted you to come out tonight, you know. But it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, if those situations are going to continue to be like that and they're going to put pressure, then they're not healthy situations. And they're not for your best good and your highest good. So maybe, just maybe, you need to see some of that as well and then go, actually... Is that really one of my friends? Because they're not respecting my boundaries. Or actually, they're not even about this soft life. So if they're not about this soft life, why do I want to be around them? Because they don't actually take time for them. They're like, health's not very good. Or they're just like running over time. They're burnt out. They don't get no rest. They're stressed. Why would I want to be around that person anyway? Because I'm trying to go into this direction. So like attracts like, right? So you'll naturally realize that that might not be what you want. And you don't actually have to outrightly say it. You could just choose not to turn up or not to go to certain things, not to be part of certain things, actively opt out. Um, luckily, I don't even get too caught into like conversations about politics or media. And especially when you're with like, you're working and you're in these meetings and there's breakouts and stuff. I kind of just like slide away. <laughs> I don't even know. Like it always ends up being something about, oh, so I tried this vegan recipe and I'm like, oh yeah, did you? So it is just magical how things just shift in your favor and to the highest vibrational topic. Um, and it does work. It, it happens. It just happens naturally. I don't even have to bring it up. People just want to start talking about something that maybe I'm more interested in. So it kind of just, it, 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 it just works out in the end. Um, and you don't have to feel like you have to be a part of the crowd. Like I don't drink alcohol and I'll go to like these dinners, these events, and I'm there choosing not to drink alcohol. And I'll boldly say, I don't want that poison inside me because I don't want it. I just don't want it in me. And I'll say it and I don't care. Like if you want to, you can have it. I used to drink. I'm not judging you. And I say it from a nice place and I hang out with everyone and they might be drinking. They might be getting intoxicated. Okay. If they're getting intoxicated and they're getting toxic, I'm out. But when it's business or whatever, and I have to be at an event, then, you know, I will do it within the boundaries of whatever. And then I'll show my face and I'm out. If it's with a social scene, hmm, people start acting stupid after they've been drinking, then I'm out. Like, I'm not about that. Like, and, and most likely they're not my friends. They're someone else's friends because that's not what I choose to be around. So, again, focus on you. Focus on what you need. Some people might not like it, but you may need to see that play out. Um, you may have to be speaking up your truth because if you don't speak up for you, ain't no one else going to do it, right? And if you speak to your family, they might likely just try to get you into that age-old programmed narrative that 
what they used to and it's not that they're bad people for it right so we have compassion for that we understand that they know no better because that's what they've kind of been used to um but by you standing in your truth and choosing something that's better for you you can also inspire those around you and they're like oh do you know what i don't even think of that and then that's when it shifts and it's powerful because it's not only helping you but it's actually inadvertently helping others so that's what I wanted to say about this soft girl era. I don't even think it's an era. It's just being in your softness, your soft feminine. And guys, you need to do this too. It is for all of us, but especially the women that have been like overdoing it, really trying to prove themselves because they've got to, you know, climb the ladder in the workplace or, you know, provide for their kids and be that mother and father. We're doing a lot, right? We're doing a lot. We are building our own businesses, buying our own properties, doing it alone, not in a couple, not in that old school way of doing things. We are doing a lot and we need to look after ourselves because it is us feminines right now here on earth that are building and paving the wave, way for the future generations, but both men and women and helping to lead the men as well because they need us. They really do. We have that special ability and that feminine dominant feminine energy within us for those that resonate with being a woman um, that that is needed in this world and that is here to heal this world heal the world and define that new earth that we are forming right now so with that being said i'm gonna love and leave you and i'm gonna go into my soft mode now i need to go with you but I'll send you love, light, peace and abundance. Until next time, see you later guys. Mwah.